I love all things skin and rejuvenation. I love to help the client figure out what to do at home and also what to do in clinic. I also love to teach the fellow aesthetic doctor, aesthetic nurse, and med spa owner how to do what I do as well. If you are an aesthetic practitioner, clinic owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com where I have a free training, register for it, and you can also hop on a call with myself and a colleague and we can help support you in your quest to supporting others achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes. Again, if you are an aesthetic practitioner or med spa owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com and I look forward to guiding you in helping you achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes for your patients in your clinic. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Hello everyone and welcome. If you are watching this live on the Rachel Varga official Facebook page or YouTube channel or on the Rachel Varga podcast, welcome. And if this is your first time tuning in, my name is Rachel and I'm a board certified aesthetic nurse specialist with nearly 10 years of experience, 18,000 procedures later. I love helping people navigate aging impossibly well from the inside out. I really have truly found that to age well and have a higher level of beauty and radiance, it's all about balancing that body, mind, spirit, and energy to bring forth that higher level of beauty and radiance that, you know, when someone walks into a room and you're like, what do they have going on? Why are they so magnetic? I want to get me some of that. So we are unpacking that here on the show today. And we have a very special guest. We have Dr. Rob Silverman all the way from New York. Welcome. How are you today? Thank you for being on the show. Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I am excited to be here. I want to share some, as we say, nuggets of health and aesthetics with everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Rob. Well, um, I've been a chiropractic physician for 21 years. I have 21 years of that clinical experience. And um, it's very interesting. What drove me into chiropractic was you could consider it an aesthetic issue. I have what they call congenital torticollis. So that's a shortening of some muscles. So my head, as everybody can see in person, but not on a podcast, I laterally flex my head to one side and I rotate it to the other. So um, let's just say growing up in New York City in the Bronx, when you look a little different, a lot of people act different towards you. And I always wanted to get it fixed. And there was no, uh, there was no medical model that helped me but I went to a chiropractor when I was 21 years old and boy, oh boy, the Star Spangled Banner went off. And I just got up and I said, this man helped me. He made me feel better. It made it look a little better. And uh, literally went down the hall. I was in a business school and said, I'm going to take bio classes. I need to go to chiropractic school. I want to help people the way this guy helped me. And um, I've been surging ahead ever since. And it's, you know what, as you know, working with patients, helping people, it's the greatest job in the world because it brings value. Yeah, absolutely. You know, being of service to others is something that's definitely, you know, really high up there on, I think, the reason why I'm here. So one of the questions I like to ask everybody that comes on the show is, what is radiance to you? You know, it's funny. um, You hit me with that. And the first thing that comes in my mind is my wife. She's radiant to me because every day I see her, and there's a smile on her face. I'd love to take credit for it, but 
that's the type of person she is. And every day she reminds me to stay focused. Don't allow my type A personality to come out. Doesn't take anything personal. Loves life, loves being where we live and understands that there's more important things than just the one thing that everybody focuses on. So to me, it's she is radiant to me. And of course, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. So, you know, that falls under the category of radiance. That's fantastic. And another question I really like to ask other healthcare providers in various faculties is, what are your most vibrant clients doing? Because I don't know about you, but I've learned so much from the radiant men and women that I've treated over nearly a decade. And I've, I've started to take notes out of their playbooks. So I'm curious how you're going to answer this. You know, that idea of vibrance, it's, it's very clear because, you know, the vibrance and radiance work together. So those who are vibrant usually are, have a very positive outlook on life. They have a spiritual side to them. They believe in a higher entity. They believe in the greater good. They believe in something more than their own personal gain. So if they've been very wealthy, they give back. If uh, a lot of them are teachers, they may be mentors, but the vibrance really comes from the sharing of their achievements and the sharing of knowledge. And um, aesthetically vibrant is those who really value the idea of taking care of yourself because health, as we all know, is wealth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. So if you are tuning in live here, we are taking questions. So just leave a question in the comments section. So what do they have? A positive mindset, spirituality, self-care. Yes, I would definitely echo that. Absolutely. So do you see your most vibrant clients having a particular type of meditation or spiritual practice? What does that look like? How do they implement it? Absolutely. Interestingly enough, um, for someone like me, who, as I alluded to earlier, is a type A personality, Everybody always says, you know, take the proverbial chill pill, relax. And, you know, I, I fuel on the fire. And, you know, I asked one of my patients who seemed to have the same personality, but didn't seem to be burning the candle at both ends. And he was, he was working 16 hour days. He said, you have to take time out every day for yourself. You've got to get your head straight. You've got to be thankful for what you have because life is just a transient place. So I do believe that most of the successful people, those who are vibrant, do do some sort of meditation, have a spiritual side, whether it's a religious side, whether into yoga, Tai Chi. But I think what I've seen grown in the Northeast, you know, in the New York Minute, if you will, over the last five years is without question meditation. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. There's so many different ways to meditate. What are some of the specific practices? Are we talking journaling, getting outside in nature? What does that look like for your most vibrant clients or for you and your wife? You know, what I've noticed my vibrant clients, what they've done is without question, they're trying to get in tune with nature. I, I see my wife outside now and she's, you know, I won't say play, but working in the garden, working on the lawn more than she's ever done before. She cooks. I know when it's her time to, relax, get to her inner self. She goes and she cooks. Me, I'm that guy that just finds the best article. I just delve myself into it so I can just find that one gem to share with that patient the next day and, you know, be able to share that. That's my cooling down of my inner self. Yeah, I can actually relate to that. It's, it's almost like the more we learn through conversation, say with discussions with some of the biggest health and wellness icons out there through these types of interviews, we learn so much from one another. And then we're able to take that back to our clients, which is fantastic. I really find that 
I think that this is one of the new ways that we're just going to have an explosion in regards to patient care and innovation. Obviously, we still got to write those academic articles, and I'm working on my second one as we speak. I published my first one last year, which is very exciting. So I really find that it's the blend of sort of writing those academic research articles, collaborating on that and, and whatnot, but also through conversations like this. Absolutely. Conversation, knowledge is power and to share it is just wonderful. Um, it's very interesting. I had a religious uh, gentleman come in and he said, um, are you okay? And I'm like, you know, I, I'm never really sure how much to give a patient. I just don't know. One, I don't know if they're going to understand it. And two, you want to share it, but you don't want to give it for free because there's no value. And he looked at me and he says, I just want to let you know something. It's not your knowledge. It's somebody else's. So keep sharing it. If you patients first, everything falls into place. And man, you know, after that, my practice boomed. So it's always patient. It's always information first. Everything else is second and third dairy because it takes care of itself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, especially now, the information that we're learning is coming at us at such a, a high pace. It's, I, I find it's no longer enough to really count on those, you know, monthly conferences or every two month conferences. It's like connection all the time now to really keep us updated. That's just my experience. I concur with you wholeheartedly. I mean, um, we, we talked about this a little before. It's like, who do you trust? Meaning, who do you trust to give you the right information? So people like you and I, hopefully we can be considered uh, somebody who somebody trusts. And as we disseminate the information, we can give the right information at the right time for that individual. Because I'm a big proponent of always allowing people to optimize their genetic potential. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are going to be talking all about that, because that's something that I've really become a firm believer in as well. It's not just about following the latest health craze, or seeing what, um, you know, the latest influencer is doing and, and whatnot, what the masses are doing. It's really all about what is specific to your physiology. We're going to talk about that in just a second here. So how can hormone balancing impact our aging. We hear about women like Suzanne Summers who just, you know, really created a revolution around balancing our hormones. And how do you see that play out in your practice? Yeah, I remember Suzanne Summers. I was a kid and she was Chrissy on Three's Company and she doesn't look a day older than the day that the show ended. She looks outstanding. And, you know, with her health issues, I mean, she's really overcome a lot. So it's interesting with the hormones. Um, let, let's take female, uh, if we can, the female gender, you know, and, and the hormones with them. It's estrogen. It's all about managing, modulating the estrogen as we go through their monthly uh, cycle, if you will. So if we're able to get the right level of estrogen, you're going to see a different impact on aging. Unfortunately, what we found with women... Um, one of the biggest problems is that inability to detox, and I know we may talk about that, yeah. detox the idea of estrogen. So we get through estrogen through the liver. And um, the, too much estrogen leads them down a path of health issues. Uh, they don't get the same vibrance in, in their skin and as such. Men, um, men is interesting in that testosterone-based. So if we drop our testosterone, what happens? We get sarcopenia. We don't have muscle mass. And what's the first thing you notice? I mean, I can dye my hair. You know, I can take the picture from a few feet behind. But what's the first thing you notice? You notice like, wow, he lost a lot of muscle mass. And, you know, I hate to say it, where I've noticed the aging, my dad's 89. I Every year I look at him, and that's the first thing I notice. Like, 
his shoulders aren't as broad, his biceps aren't as big. And I sit there and it's, it is such a sign of aging. It's, it's true with women also, but the ability to balance the hormones, especially for men when testosterone, that's a huge takeaway that sarcopenia. Mm -hmm. And I see for women, especially when women hit ages 38 to 42, they start to get that estrogen drop off. And what happens is the skin starts to look a little crepier. They get that thinning of the skin. And that's when getting into rejuvenation procedures, like really good medical grade skincare and mineral based reef safe sun protection, maybe doing some laser treatments in clinic. There's so many completely non-invasive and chemical-free options to stimulate our body's ability to make more collagen and elastin. But what we absolutely need to focus on is, you know, in my conversations with some of the leading health experts out there at this time, is it's all about balancing everything that we can do to get our body in that as ideal alignment as possible to let everything balance out. And, you know, you could be high and low on that spectrum, but you just really have to find what's right for you. And one thing that you know you mentioned earlier was finding people that you trust. And this is really key. I talk about this in my ebook, Unlocking Your Vitality at rachelvarga.ca, is that you have to cultivate your team of healers. You gotta use your spidey senses to find these people. So trusting them, if you feel like you trust them, if you feel like they have your best interests at heart, they're not just rushing you in and out and you can tell you're not just there to, you know, have them sell packages to you. We really have to, um, I, I find it's critical that we find people to help us so that they can understand our baseline. But now we're really moving towards actually doing the testing ourselves from home, which is incredible. And I do want to uh, get into that. But first of all, I do want to get your take on how gut health impacts our aging. Well, are you ready? How does gut health? So what, what's so fascinating is a couple of questions I always ask my patients. And to piggyback on what you said, what a great point about what doctor do you pick? Mm. How do you know? And I was teasing one of my patients yesterday. I think my future book's going to be how to be a great patient. Does the, is the doctor engaged? Are you asking the right questions? Is that doctor giving you the right time? Are they pointed and focused towards your health? Or are they pointed and focused on the next patient in the reception room? One of the biggest things you should look at for a doctor is if they understand the idea of gut health. 80% of your immune cells are in your gut. It's where your macro and micronutrients are absorbed. The question I always ask every patient when they come in, first question I ask them is, what have you done for your guts lately? Do you have the guts to be healthy? And initially, when I say that on my first uh, encounter with them, they probably think I'm a little weird. However, they truly understand that. And if you're not able to absorb nutrients, if your immune system is running aberrantly because you have damage to your gut or what we like to refer to as a leaky gut, you're obviously going to age sooner. So the gut is the house of so many different chemicals. It's the house of the ability to speak to everything. So, you know, you, you said everything aligned. What a great word. The body's all interconnected. It's not about symptoms. It's all about systems. One of the major systems that you're going to talk is the GI system. So if you have damage to your gut, you have a musculoskeletal failure. We just talked about that. If you don't have muscle mass, it's sarcopenia. You age. Tufts University did a study in 1998 that said the first sign of aging was sarcopenia. If you have a problem with your gut, you have a higher incidence of body composition. Well, you know, the heavier we look, the rounder we look, the older we look, every actor and actress goes on that diet, you know, because the Oscars are coming. They want to get in their dress. They want to wear their suit. 
if you have a gut problem, you have a overload of toxins to your liver. Hopefully we'll get to that. And then there's the infamous gut to brain. You know, you talked about vibrance. What's one of the first things that you know, if they have mental acuity, much of the mental acuity comes from your gut health. So what a great, what a great starting point to help with somebody's gut. The problem is, and you use the term inside out health, your Mm -hmm. gut is your inside out health. You just can't see it. We can see our skin, epithelial cells, but we can't see our gut same epithelial cells. Mm -hmm. And what's really fascinating, especially over the last two years, is as a Western-trained registered nurse myself, and I've kind of branched into more holistic wellness, holistic beauty, which is really my passion and radiance and vibrance and all of that. And going to all these skin conferences, you know, learning about all these incredible skincare products and rejuvenation procedures, nobody was talking about gut health. Mm. And now with speaking with so many of you, you know, wonderful forward thinking health experts. I uh, actually had a conversation with uh, a family member of mine, very, very successful physician manages multiple clinics on the West Coast of the USA. And I was talking to him about gut health, you know, Harvard trained. It's like, mm. nobody's talking about gut health. What is gut health? Can you explain it? I'm like, we are just at the you know, we really have, we do have a grip on it. We know that it's implicated in our immunity and all sorts of different, different aspects. But it's funny, um, if I find in Western medicine, there isn't really that emphasis on, you know, internal medicine, and nutrition and all of that. So yeah, I love what you said about if you talk to your doctor, do they understand about gut health? And it is something that I find that in Western medicine, people have to spend a little bit of extra time diving into to get educated on it, both personally and professionally, because it's not actually uh, given to us in our traditional training. Agreed. It it is not the conversation uh, that they get in medical school and everything like that. And I love our medical providers. Please understand, this is not a dissertation against them. However, when you really think when you go to the medical doctor, much of which they recommend really doesn't promote gut health, you know, um, pain opiates, not really good for gut health. NSAIDs, non-steroid anti-inflammatories, Aleve, ibuprofen, um, it doesn't work. It actually damages the gut. So NSAIDs do decrease pain. We use them for pain, but they impair healing. Whereas if you take good nutraceuticals, they also decrease pain, but they promote healing. Uh, they don't talk about diet enough. I mean, there's specific mm-hmm. things about diet optimization. I mean, I have a couple of what I call my little acronyms. DNA, take care of your DNA. No dairy, no nicotine, no artificial sweeteners. GPS, no gluten, no processed food, no sugars. So if we can avoid those type of foods that are very inflammatory and damaging to the gut, we'll have better health and we'll have what I call better aging or a slowing down of the aging process. I always know when someone walks in, if they're gluten-free and dairy-free and they're sugar-free, and I do know when they're not. It's evident because they Mm -hmm. wear it. And speaking of gluten sensitivity, I recently did my nutrition panel testing. And so tell us a little bit about how we can optimize our nutrition in a really slick, sophisticated way. We're not talking about, you know, reading the latest influencers blog article or Mm. the latest trendy diet and all of that, how can we really capitalize on how we live by simply asking our body? Well, a couple of big takeaways. Food is the potentiator for health information. Bad food is the potentiator for inflammation in the body. 
Jack Lane, I mean, a hero of mine. Talk about someone who is radiant and vibrant. Jack Lane once said, if man makes it, I won't eat it. So I always tell everybody, if you're not sure, remember that when you shop. Mm-hmm. Whole foods, organic foods, uh, make good choices. You know, um, uh, another thing that people forget, it's like, well, food, you know, can you give me a food list? I'm like, it's real simple. There are no essential carbohydrates. They're essential fats and they're essential proteins. How about just changing the type of coffee you drink from non-organic to an organic coffee? Get the pesticides out. Just doing those subtle things. Drink enough water during the day. Filtered water as well. Yeah, well, water is great. I mean, if you want to talk about rejuvenation, we we were talking about it before. If you want to talk about rejuvenation, water is life. I mean, mm-hmm. there's if there's four things you need, water is one of them. And if you have water, you have everything else, or you can have everything else. And just remember, eat whole foods. And another big thing is, I'm a big proponent of, if you will, intermittent fasting or the time restrictive eating. Eat in a window. So everybody, right now, write 14 slash 10. The first number is 14 hours. I want you to fast, and that includes the time that you sleep. That 10 after the slash is the amount of hours you're allowed to eat within that window. If you do that and you just did that and you ate the same foods, you would be healthier and your skin would get tighter. Then if you change the foods within the 10 hours, the explosion of health and anti-aging is on its way. That's what I do. I, I do that intermittent fasting, which is fantastic. So let's quickly talk about nutrition testing. Mm-hmm. Share with us your take on, for example, some of the different genetic tests that are available. Well, um, as, you, as you know, that I'm on the uh, board with Toolbox Genomics, and you've had the, one of the co-founders, Dr. Erica Gray. She's outstanding. So I use many of their kits as a standard, if you will. So I, I have a book coming out. It's going to be called Super Highway to Health. It's coming out in January of 2011. And I have a chapter, and it's called Testing, Not Guessing. These mm-hmm. are genetic genomic tests that enable me to know where you are and what's right for you. My goal is to be able to optimize your genetic potential. So how do I know you, Rachel, can eat the same food as me, Rob? There's obviously some differences, different genders, et cetera. But how do I know what's right for you? So for instance, for me, I found out that I can't consume a lot of saturated fats. It just doesn't work for me. However, I can still have fats like monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats, and I have to limit the saturated fats. I had a patient come in. And this was breathtaking. They were a fat fan. And it turned out that they couldn't consume fats. Hmm. So how to decrease their fats, give them the antithesis, the devil, El Diablo, the carbohydrates. And guess what happened? When I made the switch, they ate the same amount of calories. They lost 15 pounds of fat in two months. Genetics leads you towards your outcome. So one size does not fit all. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also there are lots of other... Uh, test kits out there that test your stool to Mm -hmm. access that snapshot of what your microbiome is doing. And I definitely love the combination approach of doing both, both the gene testing to get a snapshot of what your genes have to say and your physiology specifically, and then also doing some of those gut tests also. So what are some of the things that we can discover about ourselves through nutrition gene testing? Well, the gene test is you you can find out Let's take the easy one. I I know we we talked about before we went on. How you metabolize caffeine. The average American consumes 3.2 cups of coffee per day. It's the most consumed beverage. There are people who are average uh, metabolizers of caffeine, fast like myself. You know, boom, I get it. I get my jolt. Tastes great. 
lavatory is right there. Other yeah. people who are really slow and they, you know, caffeine has a half-life of eight hours. So if you get that cup of coffee at 4 p.m. in the afternoon, you're not going to sleep. Yeah. So just that alone, what I alluded to before, the idea of carbohydrates versus fat. Another is you can look about your ability to detox. Can you mm-hmm. break down some of these toxins? You know, it was funny. I asked Dr. Jeff Bland, who's the father of functional medicine, why did you, why do we have our immune system in our gut and the bulk of it? And he says, the most pathogens we get are what we consume daily. And you spoke about a stool test. Well, why in a stool test? Because that's one of our main methods of getting rid of toxins. So the testing, to ask, isolate what's right for us individually are in those tests. And I love the stool test. I thought that was a brilliant um, add-on. I love the genetic test, which is a cheek swab. You mm-hmm. combine that with blood tests. If you do those three things, you're going to be picture perfect, spot on. And if you're not going to a practitioner who's doing those tests, you should really ask them why. Yeah. Do they have x-ray vision? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's interesting though, is I was actually seeing a chiropractor alternative holistic healer myself and the supplements that she had me on were actually then validated by the panels that I took, which was very, very cool. Cause she did that through muscle testing to determine that with me. So I go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I, you know, I, I have, there's nothing wrong. They call that AK. I have no problems with AK. As everybody knows, I'm a chiropractor. It's something that I just don't do. I choose to do the testing that we yeah. talked about. I found that for me with my skill set to be more effective. Mm-hmm. It really takes the guesswork out of it. And also from the patient's perspective, as opposed to going to all of these providers, say they're on a budget, they really want to maximize their time. They want to just, you know, in a no nonsense, really easy to understand way, take, you know, a, a stool test, take a saliva gene test, boom, you got your snapshot, you got your information. And then you can go from there. And the cost for gene testing is about 250 American. Uh, the stool testing, I think, is probably similar to that. So for that amount of money, you really get a, a very accurate, highly specific uh, sort of um, roadmap of how you can live your life to optimize what your body has to say. I just find that that's a very economical and efficient way to, to look at aging impossibly well right now. Oh, I agree. And all my, I recommend to all my patients to take both of those tests. If not, there's an expression I use. You actually want me to put a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And I know that you do a lot of work with beauty, rejuvenation, uh, detoxification after breast implant illness. So I really look forward to sharing my understanding on that with your community as well in a future topic but the the beauty products that we use can actually absolutely add to our level of toxicity i remember i actually was considering becoming a naturopath many many years ago so i sat in on an open house day at at a school in vancouver and one of the lecturers was talking about how so many you know so many of us we we leave the bathroom and we're Mm. toxic before we even leave the house. And it's really important. You gotta avoid your parabens, salate, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances, not use products that are tested on animals and be as clean as possible. Conscious beauty, conscious consumerism, it's here to stay. And don't just buy what's on sale, especially with all of these online sales and you know buying your products off these third-party auction websites. I think you're just asking 
for putting products on you and in you and in your home that are going to add to your level of toxicity because there's no regulation on products when you buy from those sites. Agreed. The average woman, and we're not picking on women, exposes themselves to 168 chemicals per day. It takes 26 seconds for the chemical to get through the skin and into the body. So immediately, if you're not doing all the things that you mentioned with the organic and then some, you're now getting a toxic overload. Now let's look at that toxic overload. What happens? Well, in reference to aging, that toxic overload, what are some of the symptoms of people who are overloaded with toxins? Rings under their eyes, wrinkles, fatigue, damage to the gut because the gut and the liver are intertwined, inability to lose weight. And that, that's a conversation that we could have for a half hour. Mm-hmm. You have, so someone says, and they come in just as an aside, hey, I want to lose some weight. Yeah, I got this great macronutrient diet for you. Well, what about detox? Because if you don't detox, you're not going to be able to optimize your weight. And um, well, hair loss is all in that realm as well. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. The hair loss is a huge thing because of the toxins. So we're exposed when we walk outside. You know, it's real funny. We're we're living in a world right now. Do we wear a mask? Do we not wear a mask? But if you really think about it, if we live near a highway, we probably should walk. I mean, people are walking on bridges right now. And I'm saying to myself, you know, I probably now retrospectively with all the cars coming by, if I would walk over a three month put a mask on, cover it. It's a barrier. It's the first part of our immune system. So detoxification is a critical element. One little thing that I want to give, one little clinical gem, if you will. Sugar and uh, fruit uh, cleanses are not detoxifications. Sugar actually speeds up one part of your liver and doesn't allow you to detox. So one of the things, you know, remember sugar, we want to limit our sugar. Sugar is not going to help you detox. It's actually going to slow down your detoxification process. So those people who are considering that, you know, that kind of detox after hearing us, that's not what we're purporting. Mm-hmm. So do you have any closing words for us? Absolutely. Real simple. Health is wealth. You know, Jim Rome once said, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. And how do you do that? Make sure you meditate. Keep your mind and spirit strong. Exercise every day. Always make a better choice in, in food. And you know what? If you learn and share one thing a day, you did an age. I love it. I love it. So where can people find you? Uh, real simple. Dr. Robert Silverman. I'm all over social media. That is my website. Anybody needs to talk to me, go ahead, DM me, go through my website. I will answer any questions. I'm 365 24-7. As you see, I'm getting a little more excited when I talk about trying to help somebody. I love it. And I look forward to our future conversations on aesthetic medicine, anti-aging, rejuvenation. But this is really kind of like that framework. You really got to get your you know, your body figured out. And once you do that, the beauty and the radiance will come. So thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast, Dr. Rob Silverman. It was an absolute pleasure having you. It was my pleasure. I look forward to coming back again. I'd love to get you on my media and you are doing a great job. Thank you so much. Wonderful. And for everybody listening, you can hang out with me, Facebook, Instagram at Rachel Varga official, send me an email info at rachelvarga.ca. And if you'd like to learn more about how I can assist you on your journey towards aging and possibly well for many, many years, you can find me over at rachelvarga.ca one hour virtual consultations are available. I have my ebook and a number of other wonderful seasonal skin camps to help you basically get your skin in check in a hurry 
and make adjustments that need to be made seasonally, which is very exciting. So thank you everyone for joining. If you're a newcomer or if you're a returning listener, please be sure to subscribe, leave a review. I always love to hear from you in regards to what topics you like to hear more about. Send me a message, leave a, a podcast or YouTube review or comment. It means the world. I'm showing up for you guys and bringing wonderful healers like Dr. Rob Silverman on just for you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today.